At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are off and running on a Thursday night. We are getting closer and closer. Oh, smell that? That's championship yes, weekend, it is. Sean. Yes, mm. it is. We're getting coaching hirings. I was going to say all over the place, but not really. We got a couple. Well, we got a couple. Nathaniel Hackett, officially the new head coach of Denver, which we'll get to later on in the show. Uh, some rumors out there about. Uh, Byron Leftwich, will he be Jacksonville's coach? Will he not be Jacksonville's coach? We got a lot going on. So Raiders, Todd Bowles is in town. Yeah, they are for the head job. Now they're also potentially interested in Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. I yeah. think they talked to D'Amico Ryan's as well. I think. Um, so. I want to say they said the Broncos hired ten guys before de- deciding on Nathaniel Hackett. Interviewed. Interviewed. Yeah. Must have been impressive. So we got a lot to get to. We got a lot to get to. But most importantly. I don't know about impressive, but I know he definitely has friends in high places. You mean a quarterback? Yeah, sometimes you give a job to Tim because you want Sean, or you <laughs> give a job to Sean because you want Tim. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I've I've done that plenty of times in my life. I don't I don't mind riding coattails to anybody. If it gets me a job or gets me paid, I'll do what I got to do. Um, so we will uh, – I want to get to that because there was movement in the futures market based off of this hiring. Was it an overreaction? We'll get to that. Uh, later, but most importantly, what, what do we got sweating here? Okay, we're waiting on the Warriors puck line. I mean, money line. Yeah, you had a nice little parlay. Home. Yeah, actually. I took the Panthers on the puck line. Saw you tweet about that. Yep, just because they actually rake at home uh, seven total. I, t- I thought we mentioned it on the show. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen any Didn't sevens there, yet. Though. It did not even close. Four to one was because of like two empty net goals, like and within a minute. So. I uh, also had the over in the Anaheim Ducks game. I think it was five and a half. Final score five to four, and I took the Seventy uh, Sixers on the money line. So nice little little fourteen parlay. Got the odds up to eight to one, which is good when you have a minus two fifty five and a minus I think two thirty five. The Seventy Sixers were favorites. So good night for me. Well, I also hedged, which I don't normally do. So I won regardless because I also went and put a smaller wager on the T Wolves money line just in case. You know, they decide to show up tonight and, and do something strange. But it's at Golden State, so I feel pretty good about the, the four-teamer coming home. So, 
I did single bet too because I know people. You tell me parlays are for dummies, but I like suckers. Suckers, I say dummies. suckers, same suckers. thing. Sucker, dummy. I mean, <laughs> somebody calls you a dummy. Do you feel better than if they call you a sucker? I, I don't know. It's Maybe. kind of the same thing. Well, I, I mean, most dummies are suckers. Most suckers I, are dummies. I like I like tootsie pops. Right. You know? so, so suckers sometimes are delicious. So my big bet tonight was St. Louis Blues in a revenge situation against the Calgary Flames. I was, I was I took wondering them, why we had the St. Yeah, Louis Blues. I took game them on, on the here. puck line straight. I think it was plus one. 45, I think, was what I got. Uh, Calgary beat St. Louis. I think it was 7-0 the other day. So, I figured St. Louis would want a little get back tonight. So, they're up 3-1. to one. So far, so good. Uh, we'll see if they can close this thing out. Hopefully, they can. All right. Uh, <laughs> tonight has not been great. Uh, and that's the thing. You know, people on yet. people on Twitter. Yeah, we got a bet coming up mm-hmm. uh, real quickly. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I tweeted about it. The Tim... Keep Tim entertained bet of the night. Okay. The San Francisco Dons laying two, get that number here at Circa, Okay. against St. Mary's. Really good West Coast Conference matchup. We got that going on. Should be tipping momentarily. Both of these teams are potential NCAA tournament teams. The West Coast Conference could be a four-bid league. Obviously, Gonzaga's a lock. BYU, St. Mary's, and San Francisco could all make it. But for San Francisco's chances, they've already lost to BYU and Gonzaga once. It's an important game. They're at home, so do a lot. You know, Ken Palm uh, has St. Mary's very highly regarded top 25 team. So this will be a big game for San Francisco. So I'll go with the home team. The Dons tonight lay in the two, and this is how stubborn and dumb I am. I bet Iowa tonight like a dummy. <laughs> now, I know Kenny was on the show. I'm not blaming Kenny because I actually like this bet personally, too. Hearing Kenny talk about it just kind of reinforced it. So I bet Iowa, and I just thought it was a, a tricky spot, right? We talked about teams going on the road. It was a, a short number, a little stinky, right? Purdue's up 15 and a half. Yeah, and I think life's about the details, right? So first of all, let me give you credit because you've been living in Vegas about a year longer than me now, Mm -hmm. and you fully ingratiated yourself. Like, no one, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, San Francisco, BYU, that's tremendous. So I'm still on East Coast living (laughs) in some ways. So we don't watch the games that start at 11 o'clock. You got to embrace those, baby. So I'm it's still like last learning. Night, or, or two nights ago, we got UCLA, yes. Arizona. Yes. Blues scored again to go to 4 1. That's a great result. But I will say this that was a sucker bet by you. Apparently. And here's why <laughs> Kenny White prefaced his like for Iowa because the information he had said that Jaden Ivey was out. And Jaden Ivey played. Jaden Ivey's playing. Yes. He didn't start. He's coming off the bench. But got they're a different points. team because of his athleticism and the things that he can do from that standpoint but, against a non-athletic team like Iowa, especially when you compare them to Purdue. They're but, not as big as Purdue. They're not as athletic as Purdue. But here is where the stubbornness okay. comes into effect. 48-33 at half. Mm-hmm. Purdue shot 7 for 12 from three. 64% from the field in the first half. So some regression's coming? Iowa shot 14 of 37, 3 of 13 from 3. Iowa can't play a lick of defense, but they can score, man. Keegan Murray has two points. He's one of the nation's leading scorer. Iowa minus two second half. Let's ride, baby. Come on. I mean, we tried this the other Here night. Here we go. Remember, we thought no way Arizona can shoot in the second <laughs> half like the baskets moving. See, that was... Like they did in the first, and... It that, just wasn't their night. That was a situation where I got too cute. You did. I had UCLA. I still was able to make some money. Now I'm just trying to make up. I'll say, what no, you, well, nothing this, better is this, than, is this better than cute chasing. what you're doing tonight? This is just dumb chasing. Yeah. But I, I do think 
a team that, like Iowa, who stinks defensively but can score, is going to not shoot 23% at home. So lay in two and a half. What we need here is for Iowa now to lose by 12 or less. All right, well, I'm pulling for you. All I don't you have a do, dog Iowa. in the fight. I'm pulling for you. San Francisco. Let's get it done. Because you're in your late night little action or whatever. I mean, we got to get this thing rolling yeah. in the right direction. Come on. Yeah. So. What was, what was your play of the day today? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. All right. I didn't know what it was. I actually was asking. I had. Uh, I didn't get a text. I, well, I did text you. I showed you my place. I sent you a text. I sent you a text with my, and, and hopefully you didn't follow any of them because no, they didn't. were terrible. They were all college basketball, right? Yeah. Yeah, I told you. I don't do the, that. The one play that was bizarre and random and actually hit was, uh, I bet, Robert Morris today. Yes, yeah. In the Horizon League. What's that, a senator? <laughs> I don't know what he is. Yeah. Used to be in the NEC. They're like 3-16. and 16. Oh, that's a real basketball team. Oh, yeah, they, they won. They won by like 20. Robert Morris. Yeah, Bobby Moe, man. They've been to some NCAA tournaments. Yeah, I'm a pass. They, they beat UW-Milwaukee, so, you know. I had Qual- that one. Quality but. organizations and outfits like the St. Louis Blues, the Florida Panthers at home, you know, were available to wager on the day, and you put something on something called Robert Morris? It won. Okay. It's, hey, look. I get to cash that ticket. I ain't going to cash the Iowa ticket. Second half underway, so we need Iowa. Let's go. To lose by less than 12. Just keep it close there, Hawkeyes. Is 12 a push? No, 12's a win. Okay. 13's a lose. 12 is a victory. Okay, so why'd you use 11? What? Oh, that was just the screen. That was uh, okay. DraftKings. So, okay. All right. There's our action for tonight. Let's get it. Uh, Sean's in, in a very good shape. What was your part? You had Lakers? Or sorry, no, I sorry, had, I had Sixers, the 76ers money Sixers. line, which I didn't need the money line. Yeah. They covered. Once LeBron was out, that should have been an auto fire. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty impressive. Uh, I had the over in the Anaheim Ducks game. And it was the, five and a half. And it ended up nine. I had the Panthers puck line. Nice. And kind of got lucky there. It was a back and forth game, 2-1 at the end, but I figured I'd get some empty netters. Sometimes you need Ended to get up lucky. 4-1. I think they scored two empty netters in the last minute. There you go. But it counts. Yeah, Ooh. nice juicy plus 155, I think, too. And then my player tonight was uh, St. Louis Blues. All right. There we go. Um, well, let's uh, – how about we do this? Let's, do you want to talk some football? Let's talk a little yeah, football. Yeah, it's a lot going on finally. On Brad the Evans, front. by the way, bottom of the hour. He will join us. And then do you think we should bring in a, uh, a former All-Pro? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Do you follow him on social media? I do. He's awesome. <laughs> he, I don't know how he finds all these, like, random, like, amateur, like, people fighting, but it's pretty cool. Sean Marion's going to join us. At 8 o'clock Pacific, 11 o'clock Eastern. Always great to have lights out come in studio. And I got to ask him, do you have a, a a jet, helicopter, and a boat? Because, I mean, he's the only guy I know. He's like in a different city five days in a row. Yeah, he's all over the place. Yeah. So, looking at the market right now when it comes to where we stand for this game, Sean, we're starting to see a little bit of movement towards Kansas City. Look, it takes a lot for it to get off seven, especially in a game in which we know the handle is going to be enormous. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is going to be one of the biggest bet weekends the entire year. And I think I heard, trying to remember who it was, it was definitely a sportsbook director somewhere in town saying that the four biggest bet games of the year, Super Bowl, obviously, national championship for college football, and these two games. Mm. And so when you're looking at a point spread of seven, to get it to go off seven, it's going to mean a lot's going to have to do to push it off. And right now here at Circa, it's seven minus 115. At the Westgate, it's seven minus 120. And pretty much trending that way. A couple offshore spots have gone to the hook. 
Are you still believing that Cincinnati keeps this close? I don't know. I'm starting to the, the, I'm starting to waver. And, and really <laughs> I want to bet the dog so bad and so, I haven't decided yet, but I I'm wavering. So tell me is my reasoning right or wrong here? Because after what happened last week, three dogs all on the road, winning walk off games with field goals, it just feels like now people are gonna be on the dogs. Like the public's gonna be on the dogs. And it's making me wanna take both favorites. It well, really is. I haven't decided yet, but. I I want to talk more about the game that's going to happen at SoFi Stadium because you said it last night, and I agree. Getting a little national championship yeah. vibe out there, aren't we? It's the nightcap. Come on back. Brad Evans in 15 minutes. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap being brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. There we go, Iowa. That's what I expected from the start of the game. We'll take it now. Down 10. You know, I already lost pretty much. I mean, I had them plus two and a half. So I haven't torn that ticket up yeah, yet. Yeah, so it's I'm, like it's down to 10. 
but the momentum's on their side. I did take them second half mm -hmm. uh, at minus two and a half, so they just need to lose by twelve to bring that one home. Um, we got San Francisco and St. Mary's, another sweat that I'm on. Go Dons. You're trying to complete a parlay with uh, with Golden State Warriors. You here. really have St. Mary's and San Francisco on your. Look at that! I got the live. Hey, here we go. I got it on TV right oh here. Oh my gosh. Uh, Brad Evans coming up at the bottom of the hour. Do you want to get some action on uh, the Aussie Open semifinal? Yeah, if I could pronounce the last names. Medvedev versus Zizipas. What are the odds? Uh, I could get those for you at some point. Yeah. We'll, we'll worry later. about. We'll worry about that yeah. later. Uh, but heading into the break, Sean, we kind we we discussed. I think a, a, a similar feeling regarding this Rams 49ers game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know how I felt with the Georgia-Bama game. Now, was I fortunate? I, yeah, I think so. I mean, Jameis Williams gets hurt, and I think that was a one-point game. The score wasn't clearly an indicator of how close that game was. But Georgia ended up winning that game, and they were a three-point favorite. I'm getting some vibes, and you mentioned this last night, and I, and I love that you did, because all week I've looked at this number, and I've stared at this number, and I've wondered... Is that hook going to go away? Just sitting there. Kind of like, hey, how you doing? Just waving to you. Like, hey, low total. Mm -hmm. hey, why don't you take me? I'm the 49ers. I just went to Green Bay. I won outright. We're red hot right now. What have we done against the Rams? One six straight. One week 18. We're, we're a power run team. Great defense. Three and a half. Come on. We're going to have fans everywhere in that stands, in that stadium. It's true. Northern California. Look at uh, the StubHub reports getting pummeled with uh, Northern California addresses. But riddle me this, Batman. Why is it still three and a half? By the way, before you get to that, this is an interesting tweet from uh, Nick Wagoner, who covers the Rams, I believe. Vivid Seats uses an algorithm called Fan Forecast that projects crowd for big events. That model projected 65-35 split in favor of the 49ers Versus the Rams on Sunday, number can swing a little closer to game time for home team. They had 60-40 projection for the Niners in week 18. But, Sean, here at Circa, it has pretty much remained steady. It actually hit four just a little while ago and went back to three and a half. It's really interesting that that line stays that way. So, here's what I'm leaning towards doing right now I'm leaning towards making a mid-sized bet on the Chiefs and a mid-sized bet on the Rams both with the number yes okay. doing a large teaser where I tease the Rams and the Chiefs and then doing a moderate two-team parlay and I buy a half a point both ways so by the Rams down to three, Chiefs down to six and a half. That's what I'm leaning towards doing right now. But right now, I'm on, I'm on both favorites. I am too. Um, you like that? The, the way I looked at it last night, and I didn't pull the trigger yet, and I, I will probably soon, is, is taking both favorites like I did last weekend, and it failed miserably with the Titans and the Packers, mm -hmm. but putting them in a money line parlay. So Rams win, Chiefs win. You can get that around even money. So, so I'm kind of covering myself for doing that by doing the teaser. I wouldn't do the teaser. Well, the teaser, I'm See, even what, money, right? What I would do, no, you're paying juice. Okay. So what I would do instead of a teaser, Sean. What is it, minus one what? Minus 125. 
Okay. So, and what are the what are the the Niners the Rams are minus one eighty, the Chiefs are what? Minus minus two eighty. Two eighty? And a two teamer? Uh no, sorry. So here at Circa, I looked it up last night. So Circa's minus three forty on the Chiefs, minus one eighty five on the Rams. And you parlay that together. I'm gonna do it right now. You're gonna you should so get have to about even money. Okay. That's why I would, I would much rather do that than do a teaser because once again, if you're teasing the teasing the Rams doesn't make sense because you're teasing it through zero and you're not getting through another key number on another side and you're laying minus one twenty five juice. So I know there are people who will probably tease up the 49ers. So it's even money. Yeah. That's the way I'm going. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. Both on the money line. That's even money. If, so I if you think the Rams are going to win. I wouldn't. Well, and here's the question, though. For your teaser, once again, you're paying $1.25 juice. You're going through zero, so you don't get any value going right. through zero, right? And then you're coming through the other side, but you're landing at two and a half in a standard six-point teaser. So you're not really covering yourself And there. so – I knew that 100%. I like to verbalize it on yeah, our show no. because there are a lot of people that hit me up in the DMs and stuff. Yeah. And this is how they're thinking. Right. So I like to talk through things so they can kind of hear how we process information. I guess. See, my, I think my, my, my the one, interesting one for you buying down the points on a, on a, on a parlay, you know, you're, if you're buying down from the Chiefs down to six and a half, you're obviously getting through a very key number of seven, mm-hmm. one of the most common numbers in all of football. And then if you're teasing, you know, you're taking a point or a half point for the Rams, you're going to get better odds than a money line parlay, obviously. But also have more risk. Sure. And I guess where I'm sitting right now is. Oh, make a layup. Oh, come on. They got the game down to nine. So where I'm at right now is if the Rams win, I think they cover. If that makes sense. Yeah. If the Rams don't cover, I think they lose outright. Well, and, and I'll bring this up real like, quick. Like, I don't see the Rams with a one or two point win. So, I want to point this out again. I mentioned it last night. But we say a lot of things. And, uh, by the way, Point Spread Weekly is such a great asset to acquire. It's mm-hmm. part of all our packages here at VEASAN. And Steve Mackinnon, he's our numbers guy. And he looked this up. He said the outright winner in conference championships in the last 20 years, Sean, have covered the number. 87.5% of the time. And he's really talking about the favorites because obviously if the underdog wins, they cover whatever points they were getting. However, favorites of seven or more, like the Chiefs, have only covered in this round since 1999 six of those 17 times. They also lost five of those. Hmm. So that's where you get uh, a little bit a little bit worried with... It's hard for me to see the Chiefs losing. I... The more I just don't I, think since he's good enough on defense. The more I talk about it, I think you could get cute and you could look at maybe Cincy first quarter, Cincy first half, because do the Chiefs come out slow like they did against Pittsburgh, like they did against Tennessee, what was that, two years ago? So here's the interesting thing. Last two games, Steelers, Bills, Chiefs have started relatively slow. Mm-hmm. But before that, at the, when the season ended, they were like third in the NFL, averaging 7.6 points. But they started slow against in the Denver, first quarter. Too. Right. But I'm just saying, over the course of eight, uh, 17 games, they were third, if I'm not mistaken, in the NFL, averaging 7.6 points in the first quarter. And they started quickly against Cincinnati. Yeah, they were 14 0. 14 0. Right. For ultimately. And see, here's how I'm looking at this game because these are, of course, the Rams and the. 
Niners play because they're in the same division, but the both games are rematches. Mm-hmm. And the last time that these four teams, Chiefs versus Bengals, Rams versus 49ers, the Rams and Chiefs were ahead by a combined 31 to 0. Because in that regular season finale, the Rams were up 17-0. In week 17, when Kansas City went to Cincinnati, they were up 14-0. Yep. So, I mean, when I see that, it makes me believe that, okay, if that happens again, okay, what's the likelihood now of the underdog, this time since he's on the road, not at home, fighting their way all the way back into the game. The only thing gives me hesitancy, and this is why I brought up the national championship game, was McVay's never beat Kyle Shanahan. But that's what we were dealing with. Uh, Kirby, Kirby Smart, Smart had never beat Nick Saban. So there's some similarities here. And I'm I, trying to, like, talk my way through as I'm processing exactly how I'm going to put together my wagers this weekend. And I think there's there's a thought in a lot of the public's mind, okay, San Francisco won on a game-winning field goal. L.A. won on a game-winning field goal. Three and a half point spread. That's how this is going to end. L.A. was up 27 to three. They tried hard to lose that game. They were up 24 in Tampa. Brad Evans, he's got some prop plays. You know he does. Next. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcast. Beating the book with Gil Alexander. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. We've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line. They're all free, folks. Available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Iowa down five. Come on, Franny. Woo! Only down five. Yeah, let's go. It's better than you were. San Francisco up 18. Like that, too. Like that. All right. You know who I like? You know who the TV likes? Because he's got a new, brand new show in the great city of Chicago. It is Brad Evans. And Brad, if I could hug you, man, I would. Because (laughs) last you were out last Thursday. And he busts out the sledgehammer, says Devin Singletary, anytime touchdown. Nice. Me and Aaron Oster, we locking in at plus 115. Who scores the game's first touchdown, Brad? Uh, That would be one uh, Mr. Singletary, if I recall correct. And then your favorite, wasn't a sledgehammer, but your favorite play, your go-to, without fail, over Patrick Mahomes' rushing yards. He got that, what, midway through the first quarter? So yeah. The booty scoot was in full effect. It was with Patrick Mahomes. There's the outward hug week. to uh, to Brad Evans. So I um, like the love. Yeah, I mean, I, I I appreciate people. I you know people helping people. That's uh, that's what that's what we're all about. Uh, but so American. The gambling world is never is not as kind as I am, Brad, because it's all about yeah yeah yeah. But give me winners now. Dance, give me winners. So uh, let's head to this wonderful weekend that we have. Let's start with the early game. What are your expectations of Joseph Burrow? 
They're rather high, uh, to be honest with you. I, I've got the over on 288.5 pass yards. And you might say, well, look, the NFL is a game of adjustments like uh, any sporting event is a game of adjustments, whether it's uh, after halftime or in a second meeting. You know, it's far-fetched. It's getting anywhere close to the 446 and four touchdowns he had in the first matchup back in week 17. But this game's got so much of that pew, 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 shootout appeal this is why you've seen the line getting steamed on the total in this game. It opened at 50 and a half. Some books are up to in the mid fifties right now. I'd be shocked if it approaches like 57 and a half, 58 and a half by the time they tee this sucker up. So no Burrow, he's not going to get over 400. At least I don't think so, but over 300 entirely realistic. Uh, we'll see if Spags has got a defensive game plan to try to contain Jamar chase. Uh, it might involve uh, a whole bunch of emodium and Gatorade pregame uh, to try to slow him down. Uh, but I'm, I'm not honestly buying it uh, overall. So I, I think it's going to be a lot of burrow to chase uh, in this contest. You've got T Higgins, you've got Tyler Boyd. Uh, Joe Mix is getting more involved as a pass catcher as well. So uh, I think it's going to be an easy cash burrow on that uh, over 288.5 pass yards hey, in bro- this rematch. Brad, do you remember what the passing yardage totals were for burrow and Mahomes in the week 17, I think it was, game in the regular season off the top of your head? Yeah, off the top of my head. I remember Mahomes was a bit of a, a roller coaster ride at that point uh, in the season. So I think there was pretty good line value there. Was, you, normally the lines late in the year for him were hovering around 275. I know Burrow was in the 260s mm-hmm. that week, and you saw Ooh, the rest of the 444. story. At Noisy Huevos on Twitter is where you can find uh, this fine gentleman, Brad Evans. Uh, What about Mr. Mahomes? Rushing yards right now at DraftKings, 28 and a half. Is it now a sucker play? I mean, we knew he'd be using his legs last week. Bengals are obviously going to be catching an eye for that. So is 28 and a half too high for you now on Mahomes, or you keep rolling with it? Oh, man, you're going to keep rolling. In fact... We're going to sledgehammer it, gentlemen. Pound the living daylights out of the over on it. I uh, know there's still value the line here, and it's backtracked a little bit. Uh, I saw it as high as 30 and a half a couple of days ago. So the fact you're getting at 28 and a half, why the heck not? He went for two for 25 in the first matchup. Uh, so he was south of this number. But again, that was on two rushes. And you look at his last eight playoff games. Mahomes is averaging over 35 rush yards per contest. So, uh, you know, when the defense has to sit back in coverage, and you have so much speed on that roster with Tyreek Hill, with Nicole Hardman, uh, Byron Pringle doing a lot of the dirty work of the short to intermediate routes. So they got, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey up the seam, just gashing defenses. Uh, Mahomes can sit back, uh, can wait for things to develop down the field. And then he surveys, reads, reacts, recognizes, and then starts doing the booty scoots, I call it. You know, it's very uncomfortable how he runs. It looks like he's got to use the bathroom. You know, it's effective, and he'll get So here's the project I'm working on right now. I am cataloging all of Patrick Mahomes' scrambles, and I'm going to send them to Aaron Rodgers (laughs) and ask him, why don't you do this? Like, he has that same ability, but he will not leave the pocket for any circumstances, and that's why Green Bay is home. And that's why Kansas City still playing because Mahomes saw the two deep safety look and he said, you know what? They're trying to double Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. So that means they don't have anyone for me. I'm with you. I think he goes over. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes over early. 
Yeah, I think so, too. And if you want to correlate, synergize, bring it all together, uh, why don't you go ahead and take the over on 14 and a half yards for his longest run? Mm. Uh, that's that's universal across all the books right now. It's not been juiced up at all. So if you believe he's going to get the over on 20 and a half, it makes a boatload of sense to take the over the 14 and a half longest run. He had a 17 yard rush in the first matchup. That was one of the two runs against Cincinnati. And by the way, with a Ron, he's going to be in Denver soon anyway. And that hair is going to be flowing even longer, my man. So I would blame the friction and the drag of the long locks of Aaron Rodgers is why he doesn't run as much as he should. But he'll fit in famously in Denver. I, I'll, I'll respect him when he goes with a full beard. If he goes oh, full dude, beard, happening. long hair. You'll get, you'll get like a tat sleeve, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll fit right in there in the Mile High City. <laughs> We're talking to Brad Evans, our good friend at Noisy Huevos. Uh, check out the new TV show. Why don't, you, why don't you give it a plug real quickly, Mr. Evans, before we jump to the evening affair, uh, the new show on, on, uh, on Stadium. Yeah, live on the line, uh, presented by BetMGM. Got to work that in there because they're cutting the check. Uh, it is on stadium. It's across all the Valley Sports RSNs. Uh, we are live Monday through Friday, hour-long show starting at 11 a.m. Central Time. Uh, out your neck of the woods, that's 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Check it out live on the line. Trust me, it's fast, it's furious, it's zany, it's me. <laughs> It, it is Brad, and we love some Brad. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to the to the uh, the trifecta. This is the third meeting between these two teams this year, and Cam Akers uh, has an issue with holding on to the football. So, is that going to be lead to hesitation from the handsome one in McVeigh keeping his rushing totals low? Oh, say hello to my little friend. Oh, he's bringing again. it back out. We're going to sledgehammer it again. This time we're taking the under uh, on Cam Akers rush yards. And here's what is perplexing to me. So the line on this open at DraftKings at 60 and a half. Uh, I've seen some movement. It's waffled a little bit. I saw as low as 58 and a half. Now I've seen it as high as 62 and a half at some of the books. And I don't understand why. Like I am vexed quite honestly uh, you can't run on San Francisco. They are suffering, uh, suffocating. They are stifling in the trenches. Over the last seven games, they've allowed less than three yards per carry to the running back position. Uh, you mentioned the bu- bubbleitis case that uh, Cam Makers is dealing with. He's not going to get 24 carries again. Hell, if he got 24 carries, it goes for another 48. Hey, that's well shy of this number. Only 2.02 yards after contact per attempt here in the postseason, forcing a missed tackle just 12.2% of the time. And as I mentioned with the correlation with Mahomes' rush yards, I like the correlation with the under on longest run for Akers on 13 and a half. Uh, he did get over this. I think he had a 15-yard run against Arizona, which is a Doughboy soft run overall. But his longest run last week against that Buccaneers front, nine yards. And I think it's going to be a similar story here in this third meeting between the Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. This line is shocking. 63 yeah. and a half. Yeah, 63 and a half is shocking. Wow. You know what he did in the uh, season finale against the Niners? Fire rushes three yards. Was this was that his first game back? Yeah, first game. Still, yeah. he hadn't gotten sixty three yards mm-hmm. in the game yet. And it's no, gotten, I don't get yeah. that one at all. Look, and if you want to wager on something on a positive note with Cam Akers, I'd focus more on the receiving yards, mm-hmm. which is set at eighteen and a half. I mean, he's deadly on those wheel routes. Guy's got uh, uh, sweet moves in the open field and smooth route running in the trust of Matthew Stafford. 
uh, up the left to right sideline. So, I mean, that could be a, a single play payday in the end. That's one catch for 20 yards and cash money. Brad, we got 30 seconds. Got a feel, side or total in either game? Yeah, look, uh, the hook has come involved here with Cincinnati at some of the books. I like them at the plus seven and a half. This is going to come down to the final possession. Uh, it's going to be high drama, no doubt about it. I would still lean the over in the mid-50s right now in that game. I got San Francisco on the money line. I, I think they're going to pull the hat trick on the Rams, and I'll take the under overall. All right, there he is. Brad Evans at Noisy Huevos. Show us that sledgehammer one more time. <laughs> Make some money, fools. <laughs> there he is, Brad Evans. It's a nightcap on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's never too early to get prepared for the big game. And we want to make sure VSIN is a part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs. And then on championship weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year. Make your plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action on vsin.com. Alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray, Brad Evans, man, just a, a bowl of energy. I love Brad. Love Congrats Brad. on this new show. That's big, man. It is uh, his first week seeing Brad and a couple of his plays coming through. It's always good. First and that's going to play in the sports books probably, huh? I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. that's big. So uh, we got to get like a DraftKings thing going since that's the new boss. You you don't you talk to the smart people. I just yeah. I just I just do what I'm told. I show up. I just do what I'm told. Uh, let's get uh, let's get the folks updated on some games while we sit here. Um, you are waiting for Golden State on the money line, is that correct? Yes. To close out a four leg, eight to one parlay. Yes. 
What's the score? I can't it's see it. It's tied, 39-39. All right. Again, the NBA doesn't matter. It's about four minutes left in the fourth. Oh, man. I was feeling good just moments yeah, ago. It's back up to 13. That's the problem with a team like Purdue is they're not going to fold. Well, I told you that the problem with Iowa, too, is that they're horrendous defensively. They are just. What is lack of athleticism at, at some key positions? Absolutely awful. Keegan Murray has only got 12 points tonight. I need you to do me a favor, though. Mm-hmm. Make sure you let me know when Davidson's playing again, because I think they're a must-back. I'm sorry. Did they cover last night? No, that's why I know. Next game, they'll be roaring. Were you, Matt? Were you, did you publicly scorn me? No, no. Scorn is such a, 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 a malicious word. Sunday at noon, Saturday at noon. Who's the, who are we playing? Oh, that's going to be a huge oh, spread. Yeah. That's good. They're going to cover. Threes will be raining from the locker room. Tell you what, they go on the road to St. Bonaventure on Tuesday. That'll be a fun game. And that'll yeah. be, they'll be a dog in that one. They might want to back them in that spot because anytime I back them as a dog, they I got to see what the other team looks like. Bonnies I, are I think, good. Bonnies I are think good. Not deep. I think I figured out their kryptonite. Bonnies went to uh, George Mason, my mom's alma mater, lost yesterday in the, uh, I was going to call it the Patriot Center. Now it's like Eagle Bank Arena or something like that. Um, Purdue and Iowa. This was a pretty much a dead loser for me taking the two and a half to. Uh, You're covering right now. It's but 11. I did take as we started the show. I told the people we're we're riding second half minus two and a half second half. Right now they are in that window until this three goes down. It did not. So we uh, we need Iowa to lose by twelve or less. They had cut it to five. It's an eleven point game. You're in. You're in the. Right now we're in the window. We should have took UCLA. Well, you know Cal's bad. Well, and Johnny Juzang was ruled out, so that line plummeted down to 13 and a half. I had it at 16. Bad play, but... You're still good. I'm, but... They're up 27. No, I took Cal. Oh, wow. I uh, I do... At San Francisco... Did you not hear me when I said, I think we can go into Circle Sportsbook and get five that could be competitive with Cal? <laughs> Sean Merriman uh, just yeah, walked like, in. He's coming in. They're awful. Moment. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah. I got a good number, though. Closing line value. It's all that matters in, in gambling. But... Uh, I will let the people know, because here's the good thing. When, I, when the show started, the Cal game had started already, so you didn't have to lose with me on that one. The game I did give out was San Francisco minus two. They're up 17 at the half. So we're, we're, and they're the home team, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're a good start there. You know they offered me a full scholarship coming to high school to play San basketball? Francisco? Yeah. Did Bill Russell call you to, to no. try to woo you? No, it was whoever the head coach was at the time. I'm just saying, you know, Bill Russell went there. He won a national title there. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be NBA player. Why'd you pick Tulane to play football? Because I didn't get any taller, and I was better in college in football. <laughs> well, you didn't know at the time, though. Don't yeah, I'm telling you, I had offers to go, and I played both at Tulane, but I had San Francisco, University of San Francisco, offer me a full scholarship to call it basketball. You would have been West Coast Sean. You would have had an afro. I'd probably still be living in San Francisco, hopefully. <laughs> you... Yeah, I think you made the right choice. I think you made the right choice. How about Draymond Green signing a deal with uh, TNT? Yeah, he's going to do some uh, still, studio work. Yeah, is he retiring? And I, I didn't hear about it. Doesn't surprise me. Now he's still hurt. Uh, let's get to uh, some of the big news of the day. Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers offensive coordinator, will be – Oh, he isn't will be. He is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos, and – because of this move and the speculation, and I don't know if DraftKings is doing this just to cover themselves because of the speculation that, okay, the Packers OC is coming to Denver. Denver 
wants Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers may want Denver. Is this line being cut in half in the futures market a crazy overreaction, Sean? I think so. I, I mean, for one, he's leaving Devontae Adams and going to what? Well, I mean, Cortland Sutton. Devontae Adams may be coming with him. He's he's Well, if that happens, then, I mean, that's completely different. But, but I mean, so. I mean, I think that would have to happen for me to feel like going, what was it, 35 to 1 down to 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl next year? I mean, who's taking 18 to 1? I mean, he's not even the best quarterback in that division. This is what I don't understand about. He's not on the team yet. I know, but <laughs> if you're going to Denver, like you're leaving a division with Justin Fields, Jared Goff, and Kirk Cousins, and going to one that has Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. And Derek Carr. Throw him in. Like I said, going to one that has Justin Herbert and Derek. Like Derek Carr fits in the Kirk Cousins boat. So, sure. He's right. solid. I'm saying Herbert and Mahomes are better than anything that's in you know, that NFC North currently. Oh, yeah. Right. So, I don't think it's a no-brainer that Denver – I mean, we saw three teams from the uh, NFC West make the playoffs, but, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not like a normal thing where three teams from the same division, you know, make the playoffs. And I know two of the teams made it this year, uh, Raiders and, and Chiefs. But you have to presume that the Chargers are going to upgrade around Herbert this offseason. You would think. You know, so – I don't know if that's just a no-brainer that Denver automatically, like, is is this playoff team. I mean, he's going to be the well, best quarterback they've had since Elway. I'm not saying that I wouldn't go get him, but I wouldn't be willing to take 18-1 to on Denver let's to just, win the Super Bowl. Let's just keep it simple here. Right. Just a quick question. Is Aaron Rodgers a Packer next year? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And I think it's a mutual separation. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Packers would do I think whatever the, he wants. I, I think they would absolutely allow him to come back in the building. I don't think it's a scenario where they're going to cut his key fob off. But at the same time, I think they're ready to see what they have in Jordan Love. They know exactly what they have in Aaron Rodgers. A yeah, potential MVP. A potential regular season MVP that for whatever reason, when it matters the most in the playoffs, and these are just facts. This is what we've watched over an extended period of time with Aaron Rodgers. As great of an individual talent as he is, as elite of a regular season quarterback as he's been, we've not seen those kind of performances in the playoffs. Lately. Well, he's what, 10 and 9 in his career in the playoffs? 7 and 7 at Lambeau in the playoffs? Yes. So, I mean, that's more than lately. Yeah. I mean, I, I think two years ago, the loss at San Francisco wasn't on him. That right. was the defense. But the last two years. Especially this year. I mean, there's no doubt. This year, year he needed he could, to do more. I mean, last year. He didn't play great against Brady. Yeah, the defense also fell apart in that game. But I, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, he could have done more. I mean, this year. It, Who was the MVP of the feet. NFL last year? Aaron Rodgers. Did Aaron Rodgers play like the NFL MVP in the NFC Championship game versus the Bucks? Mm, no. No. Yeah. Okay, who's probably the NFL Aaron MVP? Rodgers. Did Aaron Rodgers play like the no. NFL MVP in Absolutely. the divisional round versus the Niners? Absolutely not. Right. I mean, it's facts are facts. It's not but, taking shots at him. It's but just, the grass isn't always greener right. on the it's other side. It's just being a news anchor. It's just reporting the news. Right. But we saw Jordan Love in one game. Well, unfair. On the road at Kansas City. And I'm not sitting here standing for Jordan Love. I'm saying Green Bay has to find out sooner rather than later what they have in Jordan Love because if – they don't even be up for a contract. Here's the thing, and this is, you know, th- it's not an apples-to-apples comparison, but what I said when I was in, 
you know, working in DC radio when the whole Kirk Cousins nonsense was going on, that you got to trade him, get something for him, because eventually he's going to walk and you're not going to get anything. So if you have a meeting with Aaron Rodgers and he says, I'm, I, I'd rather, I'd rather go I'd be like, okay, keep it quiet. And let's get as much as possible for you. And I think they could get. What if he says, "I'll meet you," but uh, I'm in downtown Denver right now, so you got to come here. You get on, get on that private jet. You might as well you, zoom. You figure something out. Don't waste the, the organization money like that. But he uh, wants to leave. Let him go. I'm curious to see where he goes. I think he is gone. And uh, I, but I, to to the initial question of the betting odds going down to 18 to one, I think it is an overreaction. Now, if you could get 30 to one, I think it's a worthy gamble. But at 18 to 1? Give me 100 to 1. Denver's not winning the Super Bowl next year. It's not happening. He's going to beat Josh Allen's Buffalo and Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City. No. Joe Burrow, Cincinnati. No. Rodgers will be crazy to go to the AFC. He'd beat Cincinnati. Yeah, he better stay in the NFC where he's at, where it's sweet. It ain't sweet in the AFC. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a guy who played his career in the AFC, Sean Merriman, going to join us in studio next right here on the Nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.